Hi there, and welcome to the Grief and Rebirth Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Barnhart, along with author and trauma survivor, Irene Weinberg. We're here to encourage you wherever you are on your healing journey. In each episode, we will chat with incredible grief and trauma specialists, healers, mediums, and celebs, as well as remarkable people who have inspiring healing stories to share. If you're looking for a podcast that's both uplifting and inspiring, you found us. Let us help you find your joy in life. Well, hello out there, internet world. Um, I'd like to introduce you to my co-host, Ms. Irene Weinberg. My name is Stephanie Barnhart. Um, You may know me from other things out there like my blog or um, events in New York City. Um, but we have decided to team up and do this new podcast, um, together, which I think should be quite an adventure and we hope that you guys are going to love it and join along. Um, let's see the name of it. Shocker. Since you probably all just heard our newest recording for it is called grief and rebirth and finding the joy in life. So, Irene, say hi to everybody. Hey, everyone. This is really exciting, and I'm so glad to be with you today. So why don't we kind of jump in a little bit here? Um, you know, this is our little opening spiel, so it's a little bit rough, a little bit edgy. We'll figure out as we go and get a little bit better at this. But to start, why don't we kind of explain, I mean, I know we've kind of talked ourselves about why we want to do this. And it's mostly, you know, because you obviously had a traumatic near-death experience. You lost your husband. You wrote a book about that. And we'll get into that. But mostly, it's really to kind of talk about grief and how it affects us every day in our lives, not just through death, but with loss. And, you know, a loss could be a divorce or losing a job or, you know, just losing a boyfriend or a best friend moving on and just dealing with these daily things that can pop up in our lives that could either be a hugely traumatic situation or just something simple as like losing your parking spot on Christmas shopping adventures, right? (laughs) And that is definitely a brief event. But I want to also say, that I'm passionate about this because when I went through my trauma, there were certain healers who helped me so much that I would still be in the swamp of grief today probably if I if it hadn't been for them. So I want to stop you really quick. Explain what a healer is because people out there listening may not comprehend what that definition is exactly. So, so from my own personal experience, I had two different healers who helped me. One was a more grounded, traditional therapist slash coach. And she called herself, she said she specialized in transition after loss. That was one of the many things that she did. And man alive, did she help me. And then the second person, because my experience was a spiritual awakening, I became open to other modalities. And the other person is a spiritual healer who was able to take certain energetic blocks I was carrying with me and remove them for me and to help me even with certain relationships in my life from an energetic way of looking at it or an energetic way of dealing with it. So not only on the, on the traditional, as I call it, earthbound plane, was I getting tremendous help, but also on the heavenly plane. And it made a dramatic difference in my life. And I decided so many people don't know what a healer does. So many people don't know that there are options available to them. And there are so, and you can take your choice. It's a potpourri, 
But let's get these healers out here. Let's get them explaining what they do, how they can help you. Let's get people's stories who have moved through loss and can inspire you and other people who are listening to our podcast about how they move through. Because when you're in the swamp of grief, you feel like you're never going to come up for air. And you're alone. And you're alone. And and you're miserable. And you're sad. But maybe there are different things you could do to help you eventually find joy in your life if you never had it or for the first time to rediscover it or to start a new chapter. And that's what we want to do. We want to make this a, um, a haven for healers, an information center. And we also want to make this a place for inspiration for people's stories. So basically, yes, we're going to be having a lot of guests come on the show. If you're interested in being on the show, please um, reach out to us. We'll have all of our um, contact information following the end of this podcast. But um, And if you've had a healer who's made a big difference in your life, would you please send her our way also? Because we would like more people to learn about her and how she can help. Well, it's not going to be just healers, though, right? I mean, we're going to have other people on there, like mediums. We're going to have mediums who will, that's a form of healing, though. They can When a medium communicates with your deceased loved one, well, that's a form of healing, too. So we're calling, like, even, like, holistic healers with, like, oils, essential oils, chiropractors. All of that, yeah. It's all categorized as, like, healers. Healers. Okay. Help people helping you in life because I often like to say if you're in a room with 20 people, you have 20 different headsets. The people you don't know that one of those headsets or one of those toolkits of someone's skills could help you. So we want to get that out so you learn about that. Well, I think it's an interesting concept because I feel there's a shift you know, in the universe or just with reality and the way people perceive things now that it's not so, you know, before if you were sad or anything, you kind of had to deal with that on your own. Like, you know, even getting therapy, having a therapist or a shrink is, you know, always been kind of seen as, you know, you're a weak person. Right. There was a stigma. To help you. Mm -hmm. Right. So, Lately, though, I mean, there's this huge health trend right now, and there's so many things going out there from people trying different fitness things to eating well to, you know, a lot of mental clarity. And I think healers is a huge component of that. And, you know, even just with since I've met you, we've talked so much about just the fact that, you know, understanding why you have grief or what's caused it and just kind of talking with it, with others is really a great way to kind of move forward with a lot of things. And it heals a lot of other things from, you know, not just mental, but like physical and just overall health and happiness. I I mean, Steph, you know, we've talked about this. I really want to open this up to all different kinds of modalities so that people know what's out there and they can, I, I mean, I remember when I lost my husband and we will talk about that eventually with my book and all, but I, I was so in such despair. I did not know how to see my way out of that. And I've learned that there are ways that you can move through it. So, I mean, I know because we've talked, but let's tell everybody else out there. I mean, I'm, you know, there's probably not a set amount of time that you realize when you can finally move on, but you know, when it happened to you, how long did it take? Or like, what were like some of the first steps, you know, if you could look back at Irene, when that happened and how you were, what would you have told her 
to help get you out of it? Or do you just have to kind of wait for the right time? Well, some of it's waiting for the right time, but, um, and I had a little bit of a cheat sheet because I had gotten these amazing messages through my spiritual awakening when my husband died next to me. So I knew something was up. And the first thing that happened was someone got me to a medium. And that was the first thing that opened me up because my husband came through from the other side with amazing messages and information. So I knew that he was there. Now what's the next thing? The next thing was that different events happened in my life and I found my way to this amazing life transition coach who's going to be on our show. Her name is Dr. Ange Benedetto, And she really opened doors for me. And then eventually... Someone else told me, someone else whose son had been murdered, and the woman could not see her way clear to anything. And someone had recommended she go to a spiritual healer, an energy healer. And she said to me, Irene, she enabled me to go on with my life. So I added, and this woman will also be on the show. Her name is Seta Shahinian. And I added Seta's healing gifts to Angie's. And I eventually was able to make it through to being with all of you today. And I want everyone to be able to know that there are options for their lives. The other thing I want to tell people is that when I lost my husband, I was in such despair that it it was like excruciating. And one of the things I did think as I was pulled through my car, through the window of my car after my husband was gone, is I will get through this somehow because my son, who was 21 at the time, has to see that you can get hit by a grenade in life and keep going. And my son has said to me, Mom, there's been nothing worse than seeing you in despair and nothing better than seeing you be able to have joy again. I want that, to pass that on to all of you. Well, I think that's a good, you know, this is a a good inspirational story to tell because you've gone, you know, all the way to the bottom and back and you're here to tell it and let people know that, you know, time really is the best healer of all, you know, things will go back to normal, no matter how horrible and severe things may happen to be. And I think we always kind of lose hindsight of that, even with small things that seem to affect us much more than we should allow them to. That's because a lot of times, in my opinion, uh, and from things I've learned, that sometimes when you're experiencing a small thing and you're going on a scale of 1 to 10, maybe it deserves a reaction of a 4, and you're reaction, reacting on a 15. It may have to do with unresolved other issues and other things that you've grappled with in your life that it's triggering. So that's, again, where people can help you take that bag that you've been carrying on your back of junk so like living well, in New York City when yeah. every little thing starts adding right. up and then finally you have that breaking point right, where you're right. like, I hate it here. Right. And that's why all of us New right. Yorkers have therapists. You need because- that someone that maybe 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 you can do it on your own. Maybe your your friend who's wise can help you or your mom. But maybe you need a little extra, a few extra guns to help you drop that backpack if you want to. Because the other thing is we all have choice in our attitudes which is basically all we can choose to control. Well, I think that's kind of funny because it reminds me of that episode in Sex and the City. And I swear between Seinfeld and Sex and the City, I can always relate basically any situation in my life to either of those two shows. But um, there's the episode where Carrie breaks up with Big and she's just daunting her friends with 
the breakup so much that they actually tell her she needs to see a therapist. And that's when she, you know, starts seeing a therapist. She meets John Bon Jovi and that whole situation happens. But, you know, like you said, I think the point is here that you're saying is like, you know, you need your friends. You want to lean on your friends, but sometimes you need someone more and you need like an outsider to help see the situation, help you see clearer. Um, and to take the time. Cause it's kind of like for you, it's like you time. And it's all about making yourself a priority, which I think a lot of us just aren't doing these days, yeah. whether, you know, I think that's like this whole momentum that's happening, whether, like I said, it's eating better or getting to the gym or just talking to someone to make yourself feel better. Well, a lot of us are preoccupied with being good to everyone else in our lives. But what about us? It's about being loving and kind to yourself also. So sometimes like reaching out beyond, I mean, your mom or your friend may give you great advice, but they haven't been to school. They haven't studied how the emotions work. They haven't studied how to help people energetically. They haven't studied how to do these different things. Now, everything is uh, dependent on that, that person, that healer's integrity and who they are also, because you can get rotten apples in every barrel. But generally, if you find someone who's really good, who's done their work, they are in a position to be able to help you be beyond some of the platitudes you may be getting from other areas. And I, I feel like that's a whole other episode to get into. I know when I've asked you about the dark side and what's out there. And I feel like that's kind of a little bit of intrigue that comes through a lot of this spiritual things and the evil that can hide behind it. And, you know, you're like, no, no. You, well, people can turn dark, but I mean, you know, for the most part, it's meant to be happy and healing. And, right. you know, and, and that's happened to me, by the way. And I will talk about that at some point where someone who was a healer and wonderful suddenly turned to the dark side and I got bit real hard from it. And, and she, I needed someone else to she help put me. A curse on she that put a curse statue. on me and everything. Yeah. And like, and I needed another healer with integrity to help me, to help me get through that. And so I, you know, there's a lot to be said for that too. Yeah. And I needed that. Well, speaking of, and I'm only going to throw this out there cause it's like a very big trend right now. Um, Cause you know, my job Irene is to hear is to kind of throw in all the little juicy things that are happening in the world and how they can relate to this. I also think also just to interject one sex stuff is what's really great about this is you and I both represent two different generations yes. and there are so many of your friends who will well, find this interesting aside from my friends who are in a different place in life. That's what I'm about to bring up. So, um, because we're kind of going on here and about spiritual and, you know, ghosts and, and the afterlife and everything, which is also another big component of this, which we haven't even got into yet. But, um, you know, how you communicate with your, um, your husband once he was gone and how you can still communicate with him. Um, I saw this thing on Twitter I wanted to bring up to you two days ago when I was on Governor's Island. Um, there's an article and there's this guy, and I believe he works for BuzzFeed. I'll have to do my fact-checking which I didn't do in prep for this, sorry, just came to me, um, that has been live tweeting. Now, you know how tweets are. They're basically just 140 characters, and you go on and you just kind of tweet what's going on. So he's documenting this whole story in 140 characters, keep going down. And he's been doing it for, I believe, the whole month of August because he's being haunted by a ghost, and the world is going crazy. It's all over. It's viral. So apparently he's... Um, had dreams and the ghost has come to him in the dreams. And then he saw the kid, it's a child came in the rocking chair. And then 
all of a sudden he bought motion sensors when he was away in like China and the chair was moving. All this crazy stuff is happening. I mean, he's on the internet. So, you know, people are like trying to like say this isn't real or this isn't. And like right now the consensus is that it's, it's real. Very real. And I know people who could help him identify who the ghost is and maybe help that ghost who's very attached to him to cross over or to go to the plane that they need to go to or whatever. And I've actually experienced, I actually experienced a, a medium helping someone who was stuck uh, after he died because he was a criminal and he had been tortured and he couldn't get to the other side after he had been killed and this medium helped him to cross over and helped him make it and his mm -hmm. mother was waiting for him on the other side I mean this stuff there's a lot of you know a lot of people want to be skeptical and I was very skeptical when all of these things happened to me I'm a very grounded traditional person not so much anymore but I was and um this stuff is real well I think that's really the main component of a lot of this right is the skeptic skepticism that's kind of surrounding it all and like even from spiritual and ghosts and mediums to just an everyday shrink is are these people really going to help me you know because you know this stuff comes out of your pocket I mean it's not because you're paying for it right it's not like it's covered by insurance for a lot of these things I mean it's you know that's a whole nother government thing to get into but um you know the thing is is like when people are really putting their money into this, into something that you aren't really sure because you can't get like a tangible return, you know, it becomes, a, it's, it's a scary road to go down into things. But it's that not you're a permanent road. In. If you go into, if you go into like a therapy, if you go to work with someone and you are open-minded and you've heard really good things about this person and you give them a shot for like, say three or four months Maybe you're talking to them once a week for three or four months, or if it's a healer, maybe you're going once a month for three or four months. You can really ask, you can really, and you're open to letting them help you and changing some of your old stuff and really working on it. And it's just like anything else that takes conscious action and thinking about it and not going with your usual reactions you could see if it's helping you as you're changing your approach to things and as things are changing around you, you can literally see if it's helping you. You can always stop and stop and not go or see someone else. Well, I think it kind of goes along the lines of this whole, especially right now in the world, everybody wants everything so instantaneously. But it's sort of like, like I, you know, I'm just trying to think of ideas off my head. But like when you go to the gym, like, you don't go to the gym and immediately the next day you look like a bodybuilder. That's exactly it right. Time. It takes dedication right. and for you to want to make that and that goal. So if you come into a healer saying, I want to feel better and that's your goal, like they can help you achieve that. That's right. If you have the and right And sometimes person. you have to work on your own stuff. Like I had a really tough relationship issue when my husband died with a member of my family and I loved the person, but I hated our relationship, and it was, and we were stuck in this same old pattern. I was able to go to this spiritual healer, this energetic healer, and she was able to do something to change the, as they call it, heart cords between me and this other person and do work. And she said to me, and this had been like 35 years of, of, of angst with this person, and she said, you're going to see a change within the next five months. In one month something happened that the vibration was starting to change between us. And today I am very, very 
close to this person and you would never know that there had been so much pain in our relationship before but I had to choose to heal my stuff first mm -hmm. and then the relationship started to change I was working on it from a bunch of different levels I was talking to the healer and I was also doing some traditional work on my own self-esteem and my own issues surrounding this person so I love to I've also brought about a healing with my whole family from, but I'll talk about some time. But I think that makes sense because there's always going to be more components. It's just like, say you're on a journey for weight loss. I mean, just working out doesn't work. You have to worry about what you eat as well. So it's the same way you need a healer in this, like life coaches and bring in your family and spiritual healers. Or not, but then you can stay in your same river. Or maybe now they'll give, maybe what you're doing is going to give you a float there, or a tube that you're able to float on and to maybe, maybe change the course. Interesting. Well, great. I'm glad we could kind of just chit chat today. We're literally just sitting here for our first podcast. Sipping our coffee, out. having a good time. Yeah. And it's fun. It's just kind of talking and catching up. And, you know, as we go, I think we'll, you know, like I said, we're going to have some more guests on here. Um, if you guys have any ideas on who you'd want to hear from or, you know, different categories or genres, please let us know. Um, you know, we'll also do some, like I said, like headlines and things. And, you know, like right now, um, we don't have time, but I was going to jump into just this whole thing that's happening in Texas and the hurricanes and how that's going to play a huge part of grief and just recovery. And there's going to be a lot of healing needed for just the country and the cities and the people individually on so many different levels. You know, we kind of went through that ourselves in New York. We didn't have probably as bad devastation, but New York city was hit really hard. Unbelievable. And you know, we've bounced back and it, it took a while. I mean, there's other things too, but, um, that's really why I, I'm so eager to hear from healers too of what of what they feel and and how they can contribute and how they and and their take on things because they're coming from a different place than the rest of us yeah. are in certain ways. So we're going to be doing these right now in series a little bit. So we're going to have eight interviews coming up to follow this. And sorry, I'm I'm still learning. That was a ding for me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we got dinged, but um. So we're going to, uh, like I said, do these in series. We're going to have some guests coming up. You'll be able to check the list on the website. That's going to be on Irene's website for now, which is what? And yours too? Well, no, this is all going to be hosted on your website okay. for now, IreneWeinberg.com, which is coming out, and you'll have all the upcoming dates and stuff and, you know, um, Facebook groups for these griefs and healers and everything and how to connect with each other and stuff like that. Um, and then that way we're going to, talk to you guys to figure out how we should kind of move this for now. But right now it's going to be on IreneWeinberg.com. Um, and from there we will see how we kind of transition the podcast because we're going to grow with you guys. Right. And, and we're all going to have fun together. Yeah, yeah. We're all going to have a good Maybe time we'll together. Maybe we'll be like Kathy Lee and Hoda and That's we'll drink it. wine and chit chat. <laughs> Sounds good to me. And we'll, we'll all, <laughs> and invite you to drink wine while you're listening to our podcast. Yeah. So, <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. And next time we will see uh, some guests coming up and we will talk soon. Bye for now. <laughs>